Hey, thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. If that describes you, you're in the right place. If you're not exactly uh, righteous, get yourself righteous. If you don't belong to this country, uh, you better figure out uh, how you can get in here legally, because I don't think uh, illegal aliens are really going to have as good a time here as folks that are in here legally. But hey, no matter who you are, we're glad to have you here. Our mission is actually to defend the Constitution, to make shooting sports popular, and to let folks know what's going on in the shooting sports world. We do that week after week this day is no different than any of the others. We've got a great show for you lined up today. Our guests for today include the USA Clay Target League. Now, that's a, a real important. Now, if you've got any friends, any young people that would like to get into the shooting sports, here's a way to do it. And then also Roth Performance and Faxon Firearms, two of the best names in firearms in the whole world. They're with us here later on today. This time in the show, we always spend a little bit of time talking about current events. And I just saw this yesterday. The Supreme Court sides with Joe Biden, and he blocks a judge's order allowing ghost gun sales. Now, it's all kind of gobbledygook here, but here's the deal. Ghost guns, they are, they're not ghost guns. They are gun kits. And, and folks under the previous law, in fact, under the current law, they should be able to build it. But ATF and Joe Biden, they don't want that anymore. Now, the Supreme Court hasn't had a final ruling, but a federal judge put an injunction out there that says, hey, you can't stop people from exercising their constitutional rights. Well, the Supreme Court said, yeah, maybe we can. Uh, we don't know for sure. We haven't studied it. But until, until such time as we do, we're going to eliminate that injunction and let the Biden ban continue. Now, if you don't know what it's all about, I'm going to let Joe Biden explain it in his own words. And I think you tell me and put it in the comments whether you think uh, he is actually convincing you of his argument. Let me see if I can get it to play right now. Here we go. These guns are weapons of choice for many criminals. It's going to sound bizarre. I support the Second Amendment. You have a right. But from the very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, as big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. And certain people from the very beginning weren't allowed to purchase guns. It's nothing new. It's just rational. Ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. What the hell you need 20 bullets for? You must be a hell of a terrible shot. You order a package like this one over here. It includes the parts you need, the direction of assembling a functioning firearm. You bought a gun. Take a look. This is the gun. It's not hard to put together. A little drill, hand drill at home. Doesn't take very long. Anyone can order it from there. Anyone. There he is. That's classic Joe Biden working up uh, all kinds of righteous indignations, talking about how in the beginning of our country, you couldn't own a cannon or there are other kinds of weapons you couldn't own. And not everybody could own a gun. You know, that is all specious, false 
actually flat out and out lies. If you wanted to own a cannon, you could own a cannon back then. And then he talks about, oh, people needing more than 20 rounds. You must be a bad shot. Well, this is a person who's never looked at YouTube and watched police try to put down a bad guy. Uh, 20 rounds even doesn't cut it at times. What a chump. And then there he is showing the gun kits. And, and you know what? This isn't going to put a dent in, in crime. There's not like a uh, a, a bulletin board place where people gather and your criminals, hey, don't use that serialized gun that you stole from somebody else. Here's how you make it. You know, most crimes aren't committed with that. He knows that daggone well, but he's after you and your constitutional right. It's low-hanging fruit. They think they can get away with it. Uh, and it's going to go to the constitutional review by the Supreme Court eventually. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you can do about it, but you got to speak to your legislators. Tell them this is unacceptable. Hey, I want to bring along our team here uh, as part of our commentary. And here they are. They know a little bit about this. Scott Kiefner and Ursula Williams, you're here today. Mm -hmm. And thank you all for, for participating. I don't know how you feel about it, but hey, Ursula, you're in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. uh, 20 rounds. Uh, do you think you only need a six-shooter if you're in law enforcement? <laughs> so since I came in uh, law enforcement during the days of Glock, so a little bit after when Scott got in, because that's been established on like a, a previous episode, he came in on 686s. But uh, there are cops that are not, not shooters. They're gun owners. So... I think if you can carry, carry all the ammo you're going to need because like versus there's been so many different changes between how many suspects we normally have back in the day during the days of like Barney Fife, you had one, maybe two old bank robbers. Now you have a whole syndicate and cartels and stuff that you're going up against. So it's not just, you know, your, your, you know, your one round, your five round, your six shooters and stuff like that. No, you need everything. Hey, so Scott, uh, you were an air marshal. No. Did they give you one bullet like Barney Fife? <laughs> And no, actually, we, we 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 had to stay California compliant, so we we're only allowed to have nine in the gun. And one, <laughs> you know. No, I'm just kidding. The uh, no, but the thing is, is I mean, like crime. You know, I mean, you look at a bunch of these home invasion videos. It's not just one person yep. trying to rob you anymore. I mean, they're coming in with like four or five people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but you know, just when I worked in the prison system all those years too. I mean, I mean, people that were how many criminals are walking around that have full of bullet holes they're still on their feet i yeah. know i know at least 20 people have been shot mm -hmm. at least three or four times a piece and and they're still on their feet you know i mean but, you don't just automatically die so yeah so also to be fair um because now we have such a greater threat and we have you know drugs coming out a lot of people are like paying compliance doesn't work on them but we also had an advancement of medical technology and that was something that uh colonel uh dave grossman actually brought up in yep. his book on killing was that like this is why, you know, cops aren't, you know, killing more people is because of, for one, cops being bad shooters and also advancements of medical technology. Now, if this was days of like Oregon Trail, you get shot, you're going to die. Like that was pretty much, there was no, <laughs> there was no medical intervention at that point. So Just pour some lemon juice on it. And yeah, guys, like, ah, we'll pray we can talk it. about this all day long, but we got to move on here. We need to send Ursula to Thailand. Now, if you folks have subscribed to our email blast, you saw today's segment. We're featuring Ursula mm -hmm. going to Thailand. Now, uh, there is uh, a, a link there at the bottom of the page. Ursula, tell our viewers what the heck so, you are doing in Thailand. What, so, what's all? What's, uh, what's up? First of all, I realize I should not have worn a red shirt because I am blushing right now. Uh, so, 
<laughs> this is like that. So uh, what's going on in Thailand is that um, every year there's something that's called the world shoot. And the world shoot basically it alternates disciplines. It goes from, you know, handgun one year to, you know, shotgun and then to rifle. So this year is shotgun. And since I went to France back in 2018 to represent the United States, bought back uh, bronze, you know, I was able to go back this year to Thailand and super excited to do it again. And the type of shooting that I do is going to be a little bit different than one of our uh, guests that we actually have on today. Um, they're doing more of your track and ski. I'm actually doing more practical run and gun stuff, as you see in the videos that are uh, playing right now. So uh, I don't have any shotgun sponsors. I want to thank Chris and everybody else, the whole team here with gun stuff to actually put this uh, go fund me up because uh, it definitely does help. So, well, you know like what? We reached <laughs> out to Joe Biden. Of course, we talked to him very frequently. <laughs> he loves being on our show with a mm -hmm. shotgun song. And, and we say, hey, how come you aren't funding our athletes right? in the shooting sports? And, and then he, uh, he, he started laughing uncontrollably and hysterically. And then Jill got on the phone and said, hey, we don't sponsor the shooting sports. It's up to them. In fact, we'd like to shut it down. So uh, that's the idea idea guys if you guys want to be in there and help us and help ursula and help our shooting sports get on gunstuff.tv slash ursula it'll take you right over to a gofundme and uh so chip in five bucks ten bucks whatever everything helps yeah, anything uh, helps he does help Thank yeah you. yeah you know we want to defend the ukraine borders but we're not going to defend our usa titles so uh that's that's the official policy of the u.s government and you yeah. know you guys were talking a little bit earlier about california compliant we've got one right here here is a pistol that is California compliant. It is a beauty. I have it in here in the studio. And uh, let's start, Scott, tell our viewers what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. We, we got to move yeah. on here, but go ahead and tell so, us. Yeah, we're looking at the uh, Smith & Wesson Model 10. Uh, this is, a, like you said, it's California compliant, but this is 38 special uh, rated up to plus P. Uh, so it's not, that, not 357, but uh, it's carbon steel, four inch barrel, uh, and shoots six rounds. And this is just a, you know, just one of those guns that just has stood the test of time uh, for its durability. And it's just a good, you know, defensive weapon. Uh, one of the things I like about the revolvers is that I uh, seem to have less mechanical issues with them, you know, jams, misfeeds, things like that, that you can get with automatics. But uh, you can also shoot a couple different kind of rounds. You can get snake shot and different loads and things like that for them as well. So uh, they're a little bit more versatile than a standard, uh, like say nine millimeter uh, auto loader or something like that. Uh, so you can use them more as a, as a tool for other things too. Dispatch yeah. snakes and rats around the, you know, around your uh, you know, garbage cans and stuff. So I'd like to point out before we go here is in California, it's not just six rounds, but if you, you can have a pistol that has six rounds or even three rounds, it won't hit the roster because they just don't like the firearm so yeah. if you're in california so if you see this on the on the the star ca compliant mm -hmm. on gun stuff it actually is compliant it's on the roster let's wrap it up here uh ursula so, what are you got there and i'm going to give you a so just zoom in on, on so on, this on right ursula. here is going to be a uh what we call more of your uh Put it right releases because this is actually a model 10 uh dash 14 so the way you find that out is if you actually open your cylinder right here, right near the hinge, it will tell you what it is. So it's a 10-14. Uh, so for some of y'all OG collectors, this is not a pre-dash model. So just throwing that out there. And I'm going to pass it back to Scott real quick because I want him to tell the difference between 
this is considered a K frame versus what I initially thought as a J frame. So oh, K frame, J frame. Oh man. So God, I'm not, I, actually, I'm not the revolver expert. I carried them when I first started and I was trained on them, but the K frame is a little bit bigger if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. It's, so yeah. literally is that much bigger. So it's going to have a yep. little bit more of a um, nice little strap there and it's a little bit thicker, yep. but the, your J frame is definitely going to be a little bit smaller. Hey, so, so folks, uh, uh, we can talk more about this. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. Is it not, Ursula? Yes. I mean, it is just a work of art. I'm telling you what, this is something that you're going to want to have. If you have a revolver, uh, if you don't have a revolver, even if you have one, you got to get this MSRP 1077. Ursula, uh -huh. what is the Why gun stuff price? <laughs> oh, the gun stuff price is... 829 and i'm laughing because you're doing the rick from walking dead thing so. absolutely <laughs> yeah that's it that's exactly right hey stuner stick around for more hijinks after this quick commercial break cowboy's wild game washer provides a wildly superior clean say goodbye to dealing with the mess of the feathers the scales the smell of your game in the sink after the hunt with the help of cowboy's wild game washer Simply breast out your dove, duck, pheasant, quail, or fish fillets and place them in the washer. Connect it to a standard water hose and let it run. The game washer flushes all the feathers, scales, and debris over the top. Keep it running and when the water is clear, the game goes straight into the freezer bags. The wild game washer will significantly reduce your cleaning time of birds, fish, and other game. The constant flow of clean water causing the movement of the game makes it cleaner than washing it by hand. Everyone should have one. Also check out our self-cleaning dog and pet waterer. It ensures your pet's water is clean and fresh at all times. Order now and get free shipping when using promo code FREESHIP at GameWasher.com. Part of this deal of our show here is we are trying to tell people about the shooting sports and make it fun. John. That's our mission. What about you? How are you guys doing it? And uh, how long has the league been around? And who can get in it? Well, Chris, first, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. We, we have a unique story to tell. And so our league started in 2007 with, uh, with a couple of us here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota that started with uh, three teams of, of kids that had 10 kids each at a local shooting range. And what we found out is these kids really like to compete against one another. And, and we found out that even these teams, quote unquote teams, were kids from the same high school. And, um, and what we did is, is we started to form what we called as the Minnesota State High School League at that time where we created a, a, a sport, a clay target sport, that would include these kids on school-sponsored teams. So we got the permission from the schools to use their team names so these kids could get recognized, just like other sports. And from that initial uh, standpoint, does the league has absolutely skyrocketed in size. That was awesome. Yeah, as far as uh, sports are concerned, uh, are there any other ways for high school students to get involved in shooting sports other than uh, this, this USA Clay Target League? What do you think? Yeah, there's all kinds of it. As as you know, per our name, as we focus on clay targets, so we're only involved in the shotgun side of it for recreational. And so we offer sporting clays, skeet, five stand, and trap shooting, which trap shooting is the majority of it. 
primarily because we have an awful lot of first-time shooters that come in the league. I mean, this last year we had more than 13,000 kids join the league for the first time, and about 8,000 of them never shot at a clay target before. So that's a unique experience. And, of course, there's other organizations that will focus on, on other components as it relates to recreational shooting sports. Well, that tells us, cool. you know, we need to get the word out. Ursula, what do you think? Now, you yes. are going to compete. Mm -hmm. Did you have the advantage of a league like this in, in your high school? No, no, because I went to high school in Detroit. Oh, okay. Oh, that. So that was, <laughs> it was strictly not available. Strictly handgun. Not shotgun, shotgun had to stay under the seat. That's I know. What I'm saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Handgun that's only. Yeah. It's a little different. A little different. Yeah. yeah. But uh, coming out to Arizona, um, that's I kind of figured I'd be one of the things that'd be actually popular here with a lot of the high schools will be you know Travis Ski and things like that because uh, a lot of Olympic shooters actually come from um, the range is actually down in Tucson, so kind of figure it would be a little bit more. Uh, dominate here but it's not we actually have more practical shooting here versus uh your your clay target stuff now scott i don't know uh if our coverage of uh the shooting league uh was before your time i don't know if you saw it but when i was out there filming i'd see some of these young junior high mm -hmm. girls they'd pick up they do 50 out of a 50 100 out of 100 they would never miss to me, uh, I, I don't know. Do you think you could hold your own against them? I've seen you shoot. I'm not so sure you could. We haven't seen a man. I don't know. I have. No, not a shotgun. No. That's, so, that's a, so, so I've been. So at my last birthday, they came in and someone gave me two throwers, and we have been shooting quite a bit lately. But the then th it's such a fun thing. But the the younger the younger kids pick that up so quick. So what's amazing is that, you know, you guys can take them. They're, you know, they're, they're moldable at that point. They don't know anything about firearms. You can teach them the proper safe way to do this, but you're teaching them a, you're teaching them a skill that could, you know, that they could use for hunting and all these other things. One recreation, that's, that's just fun enough, but then you're also teaching them they can bird hunt. They could do all these different things. They can defend themselves. So it's amazing that you guys have poured this much time and energy into this to get this many kids to sign up that the numbers that you had signed up last year is amazing. And that I hope it amazing. just spreads like because wildfire. Another thing these kids are learning is actually like discipline, mm -hmm. safety, you know, stuff like that. And there's a lot of stuff that goes in the, in the shotgun because like, you hear people like Joe Biden just point and shoot. It's definitely, there's way more skill than just that. And I don't want to discredit a different discipline at all because a lot of the shotgun stuff that I learned actually came from doing a little bit of trap and skeet because like I had to learn my chokes. I had to learn my ammo. I had to learn basically like, you know, but keeping a proper cheek weld on my shotgun because if you don't, then now your recoil is going to be off and half the time you're going to shoot high and miss whatever you're aiming for anyways. So there's a lot of stuff that these kids are learning and they're learning it like super early. And that will actually go into other aspects of their life, especially on discipline, safety, uh, and actually respecting the platform itself. So what are we looking at here, John? Yeah, so here you, you'll see pictures of um, of our championship that we hosted in Minnesota this last year. And so this is a tournament that we hold for our trap shooters that had over 8,300 participants at. Yes, that's right. 8,000 plus participants wow. at a single event. And so with the league and its 50,000 participants that we had this year, you're seeing hundreds of teams and these thousands of kids and also not only just the kids, but you'll see the coaches that are supporting them. Their family members are there. We'll have multiple generations that are watching these young people, you know, compete in what we're calling is the safest sport in high school. 
you know, our priorities in this league is all spend safety, fun, and marksmanship in that order. So if we can get the safety component, and if you think of this, is we've had more than a quarter of a million kids through this program, Mm -hmm. and we've pulled the trigger more than 300 million times, and we've never had a reported injury. And so when I say we are the safest sport in high school, we are. Mm-hmm. And so here you'll see kids that are that are shooting on their fields with their teams and team sizes. You'll see the atmospheres that they have these at these events where we create we really create a state fair like atmosphere at these events because we want to make it family friendly. We want to have the school embrace these teams. You'll see a lot of the kids wearing school school gear, you know, same logos that they see at school. Uh, 80% of these kids are involved in lettering programs and yearbook recognition through their school. So when I say it's a school-sponsored sport, it goes way beyond just having the name for the team. Yeah, when I went, uh, there was another disturbing part. Uh, they they were did the Pledge of the Allegiance, and I, I found that uh, you know kind of I got I got triggered, and and they even had an opening prayer. Uh, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, I'm being somewhat facetious here, but a lot of people on the left, uh, they don't like that kind of thing. They don't like uh, God. They don't like country. They don't like First Amendment. They don't like Second Amendment. Uh, and you are making it look like this is fun. The, uh, the One of the things that I'd like to point out is we had a ping pong team at my high school that I played on for a little bit. And even we had injuries on that, you know, so to, to not have a single reported injury is amazing. Uh, you know, but no, I was quite literally on the ping pong team too. I, I did just about everything, but, uh, what is, what does a student need to be able to jump into something like this? Like, like if they wanted to bring this to their school or if they wanted to, to do something like that, what would a parent or, 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 or teacher or a principal, you know, what would they need to do to be able to participate in this? Yeah, so we really make it easy. All we really need is the school to approve the school name to be used for the team because we want this team to be recognized like other sports. And so we have a minimum of two athlete members per team. Uh, We actually average about 20. So getting kids to uh, participate on the team is the easiest part of it. Uh, Like anything in shotgun shooting sports, you need to have the eye protection and the hearing protection. And, And if you have a shotgun, that's great. If you don't, most teams have ones that, athletes can borrow at least until they figure out if they like the sport and if they want to continue and, and, and certainly their shooting skills improve. So there's not a, really a lot, you know, thanks to these coaches and these shooting ranges that help these teams, they take care of an awful lot, you know, when it comes to getting the clays ready and providing a safe environment at the field. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it looks like a heck of a lot of fun. And I, I, Ursula, I don't know of another organization that is helping young people get into the shooting sports. And uh, if if we can find another one, we want to highlight them, too, because yeah. this is how our country is saved. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, hiding this from the American people and painting uh, gun owners as, you know, rabid, uh, uh, you know, what, what, what do they say? The, the, the first thing when, when uh, this administration came, they said that we need to look out for domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. That means us. I mean, yeah. you know, this is the home of domestic terrorism right here at Gun Stuff TV. And there's the face of it. You know, it's kids having fun. Uh-huh. And you know what? They don't want that, do they? But personally, I want to see this in more urban environments, more urban yes. cities. Because like, if if my school would have had it, I would have totally been on that team. Absolutely. It. And yes. then I came out here, finished high school. My high school didn't have it. I played basketball. I did basketball on track. Yeah, basketball on track. 
And um, yeah, if they would have had, you know, shotgun, I would totally done it. Absolutely. Well, well, John, you're preaching to the choir here, uh, and we're running to the end of our segment here. So our viewers and also our podcast listeners, tell our viewers once more the website and how they can learn more about USA Clay Target League. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Um, go to usaclaytarget.com. You can select the high school, college, or homeschool league that you might be interested in. In our high school league, you'll see the 50 states that are there, and you can select your state, and you can just simply contact us to help get a team started. We do everything possible to help you, even attending school board meetings to make that happen, and, and we can get those teams started. So usaclaytarget.com is the best place to start a team, and uh, we'll help everyone who, who inquires that get that team started at their local school. Hey, this isn't the last you've heard of USA Clay Target League here on Gun Stuff. We'll have you back, and we want you folks that are watching, spread the word, and let's see if we can get more of this great shooting sport in the local schools of your choice. And uh, we'll be right back with our next guest after this quick break. How can the cross protect you? Here's how. You love God and those empowered women closest to you, and now you can protect both with a fashionable and functional safety tool, the cross whistle. This stunning sterling silver cross whistle rests on an adjustable 28-inch black leather necklace and functions as a safety whistle if your loved one is threatened. It's made in the USA and of the utmost quality. This is a perfect gift for those you love. For a limited time, you will receive the cross whistle necklace and a keychain version of the cross whistle for a suggested donation of $40 plus shipping and handling. A portion of your gift will support the Mercies of God Association. Call 888-268-2054. That's 888-268-2054. The Cross Whistle. It's your chance to share your faith and fend off evil. Don't wait. Protect those you love. Call 888-268-2054. Okay, let's bring on our next guest, and uh, let's see what we've got here. Rothperformance.com. Now, there's a theme to this story. Mark Roth, we're glad to have you on. Before I get on and I start going crazy and pontificating here, tell our viewers about Roth Performance. Let's give you the floor. You get the first word here. Go ahead, Mark. Roth Performance is a company we started back in 2006, and we really strive to make ergonomics for shotgun-based products uh, our priority. We entered into the competition world back in 2006, created some products. Uh, everything we do is all shotgun-based, mainly for practical shooting like Ursula is doing in Thailand. And uh, yeah, I could tell you a lot about it, but we're the shotgun guys. So. The, the shotgun guys and Ursula, uh, you're gr grinning like a Cheshire cat, even more than you normally smile. <laughs> and uh, you've brought some stuff here in the studio, in the studio, and I'm going to see if I can bring this on here. Uh, so let me show you right here. Here cool. she is, and uh, you've got something to show. So this is my. Uh, I forgot the model. It is the. <laughs> XB3G receiver that is actually a M2 pattern. So basically, if you have a Benelli M2, you can just swap out the receiver and everything is a one-for-one -one fit on it. And plus, there's actually equipped with uh, Picatinny rail on it, so you can actually add an optic like I did. Yeah, there's a red dot on that. Yeah. Is, is, is that, isn't that cheating? I, 
okay, if you're not cheating, <laughs> cheating, you're not trying. I'm just okay. letting it out there. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, also, <laughs> I have like all this stuff here. So uh, that is my lovely, lovely shotgun. And, and show our viewers the belt here. Let me oh. see if I can zoom in here. Uh, we're going to switch shots here. Here we go. And uh, yeah, let's take a so look. This is my speed belt. And those are actually dummy shells on there. I just kind of wanted to give a visual of like how my belt is set up. So since I am right-handed, I load what we call a strong side. So I can actually grab four shells at once and load two at a time. So this is my belt, my lovely, lovely belt. Now that, that <laughs> from what I understand, is the belt that but, John Wick wished he had. Yeah, but he actually, didn't he have had a movie. He had. He did have one. I want to say in yeah. the fourth one, but the yeah, he, second. Yeah, he strapped one, one on into one of the others. Yeah, yeah it going just, down. I was like, yeah. oh man. So I had to reach out to Taryn personally, like, hey, thanks for teaching him how to quad load. But back to Mark here. Um, he actually, when he started making shotgun stuff, like he was doing stuff for um, for Benelli's. But he has also, that's nothing we have in common. But <laughs> one thing uh, he has also done was uh, for open shooters, um, the X-Rail. That was, I thought that was like super innovative. I don't know if you have a photo of that. So, so Mark, we just but, put up the uh, build box. Uh, Viewers of our show, regular viewers, realized that Ursula was on it uh, some time ago. Tell tell our viewers about Billbox and uh, what that was. Well, Billbox is an episode where they kind of make uh, building guns like you would forged in fire. Everybody knows what mm -hmm. forged in fire is, where people kind of compete against each other and they have a, a parameters of what kind of gun you're going to build on the episode. And then there's three different. Uh, gunsmiths or gun builders that assemble a gun the way they want to and see who comes up with the best product. Yep. And uh, I was saying before the show, I think, uh, you know, it's kind of cheating because you being on there, I, I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you did pretty well. Uh, now, what have we got here? This looks like a bunch of happy campers. This is, is this the graduate course of the USA Clay Target League? This is when the kids get out of school, then they go into <laughs> this. What, what are we looking at? I think this is the redheaded stepchildren that never got to play in the trap field. So oh, they wow. got guns and they learned how to shoot practical. Mm -hmm. That's probably the only way. That's the. This is a picture of a uh, number of us for the USA team for the first ever uh, top-level IPSC Shotgun World Championships. I was in Hungary in 2012. Mm -hmm. um, so there's probably a number of faces in there that you might recognize yeah. on that end of it. Uh, I figured that was a little bit relevant because that's what uh, Ursula is aiming for is to go and win medals at the Worlds in Thailand. This one happened to be in Debrecen, Hungary. Yeah, and uh, let me ask you this. When you get home and you got gold medals, uh, are they real gold or are they just gold-plated or maybe even just gold-painted? How, how does that work? I don't know. But they're heavy, though. I'll tell you that. They are heavy. <laughs> they're heavy. I don't... Hey, if they're solid gold, then we hey, need to better bring them in the Olympics. studio here. I don't have to play, pay taxes on it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so... Uh, this is an interesting yes. concept. Uh, our, our viewers likely have not heard of this. Mark, tell our viewers what they're looking at on the shelf there. Well, that's our XB3G receiver. Um, when competition started uh, migrating towards newer loading technologies, which was two load, four load, which she was showing you with her belt, mm -hmm. there, the, the problem was uh, traditional shotguns, the receivers had really narrow ports. You can kind of see what this one is here. It's just mm -hmm. you could never load the shotgun. It was so difficult to do. Um, 
the shotgun application wasn't meant for loading fast. Uh, so we started to develop methods to open the ports up, make them a little easier to load, more ergonomically friendly for that method of loading. And uh, back in the day, probably seven, eight, nine years ago even, we would Dremel them out. We would mm -hmm. get Dremels out and we would just open them up with a Dremel. You see a bunch of Dremels behind me. And uh, I couldn't do it anymore because my arms would just get, I do like 10 guns a week for people <laughs> and pour me out. So we just decided, why don't we just make our receiver mm -hmm. and we'll put every bill and whistle in it because manufacturers aren't going to do it because it's such a, it's a niche market. So the volumes aren't large enough for companies like Benelli to care. And for myself, I've been working with Benelli for the last 10 years um, and I have a great relationship with them. So I just decided to make our own receiver that had everything in it that you would want and it'll last a million rounds. It's not mm -hmm. going to wear out like she said her first one did. Yeah, so. can you imagine uh, shooting enough, Ursula, that you wore out your shotgun? You know, <laughs> uh, uh, the, well, I believe in buy once, cry once. So if somebody, if. <laughs> If Mark, Mark, if you would have made this thing like seven, eight years ago when I got started, like I'd have been like, all right, cool. I don't have to worry about replacing it like ever. But no, I had to get an M2, shoot that out. And now <laughs> here we are. So <laughs> so do you do custom work at, at all for um, guys that want to customize their own shotgun? Or is it basically your vision and, and, and the way you see it and the products you put out? Well, so I used to do a lot of custom stuff, and I, I try to tell people the difference between Roth Performance and a gunsmith is we're a custom gun maker, right? We're not a gunsmith company on that end of it, although I my was trying to get me to fix our guns, but it's, uh, that's kind of the difference on that, and we have our own methodology and thought process on how to go about certain things. So we don't necessarily take in people's guns and do something they want to it mm -hmm. we just apply our technologies to what they have and if they're yeah. smart they'll get it what are we looking at here uh it's just a picture of a bunch of bolts uh, m2 bolts in a pile from doing a build it's just kind of a cool picture people don't <laughs> understand the work that goes into that kind of modifications uh you get pallets of them it has to be a system that's uh, predictable every time and uh, repeatable because it's a brand new product so it's, i kind of tell people we would be like jack roush for ford mustangs mm -hmm. if that makes sense right like jack roush doesn't create the mustang he just takes it and makes it better yeah so. i agree and that's yeah. what i love about that's what i love about the uh you know when shooters you know you know pro shooters and and enthusiasts get in and actually start jumping into make products and mm -hmm. to guide products uh you know you guys you're you're taking all these things you know where the problem areas are you're 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 fixing the the things that uh, what these guns are primarily being used for you know not just besides you know it's just like going out and duck hunting or something like that you know whatever birds they're they're going after but you're able to take this and make those modifications and what's amazing is so so many people are have already been your customer and they didn't even know they were your customer like mm -hmm. if they bought a benelli three gun mm -hmm. model you've already you've already done the work on it so that's a that's a pretty impressive feat in itself because so, that's a lot i'm gonna put that out there benelli definitely owed me some commission because i, I told people i'm like hey look you can get i already know the guy who actually worked on these shotguns however you're still gonna have to add a tube but other than that you're you're good to go you can actually buy this and start three gunning immediately so uh before we leave here uh you you did have a firearm right there in 
in your shop that you had in your hand. Let's show oh, yeah. that to our viewers here. Let's look at that. Uh, this is another product I designed. Uh, I don't know how to get that in the picture there. It's called the MCA 22. I worked with Randy Luth, Luth AR, to come up with this chassis. And the chassis, the, the purpose of it is really from the back half here um, to allow full adjustability for bodies of all types and sizes with America's favorite starting out rifle, the Ruger 1022. So it uh, has everything you need and it adjusts from as short as 12 inches of length of pull up to 15 inches of length of pull. So with just simple knobs, you can go to the range, bring your kids with, they can shoot the gun. The biggest problem for me is ergonomics. And when it comes to any firearm, your first experience with shooting a gun, doesn't matter what it is, if it doesn't fit you, you're not gonna have a good experience. So if you can find ways to get young kids out, even like John's doing with the trap, uh, if the gun doesn't fit them, it's, it's not gonna be a pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's probably the number one important thing about firearms. So that was a project I worked on over COVID. It's my COVID project and <laughs> Randy launched it uh, after COVID. So Mark, That's a great project. For, yeah. I got nothing to show for COVID. I mean, I just like, <laughs> like no, no, I just sit at home. Except the bad cold. I yeah, I cut grass. I mean, I drive by. Like I everybody did. I hey, we're going to have. I heard a belly with it too, but <laughs> yeah, we're going to have you back on the show after the uh, World Championships. Hey, folks, just a reminder: go to gunstuff.tv/ursula and 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 chip in to help send Ursula so she doesn't have to pay the whole. Uh, fair herself mm -hmm. for you folks that are listening uh mark tell our viewers just how they can find uh, or our listeners to tell our tell our folks how they can find out about your services on the internet it's pretty simple just go to the screen it says rothperformance.com look at our website you can see what we offer and uh for things like the 22 chassis that goes to luthar.com they are selling that through them and uh just keep an eye on our website for all the new stuff we got coming out and Black Friday. That's yeah. when I picked up my yeah. receiver. Just throwing that out there, guys. Hey, yeah, uh, if you got a shotgun, hey, you, you got to upgrade it. Head on over to RothPerformance.com. Thanks for being on our show, Mark. And we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. If you haven't learned by now, you need to subscribe to our email blast. Gunstuff.tv, by the way, you can see a lot of the products that we feature here on the show right on our website. And you can go ahead and purchase it, usually at the best price you can find anywhere. That helps fund our little humble contribution to defending the U.S. contribution so, Constitution. So head on over to Gunstuff.tv and sign up for our email blasts. Hey, our guests, our final guests for today, Faxon Outdoors. I'm saying Faxon Outdoors. Some of you might not recognize that. You might be thinking of Faxon Firearms. To clear up the confusion, I have with me right here Robert Faxon and Dustin Wallace from Faxon Firearms. Guys, thanks for hanging around and being on our show today. We appreciate it. So, Dustin, you've got some new stuff, uh, and I referred to it a little earlier when I was talking about uh, uh 
setbacks and outdoors. So what's the story? And it's pretty exciting news. Yeah, so we have two releases uh, coming out. Um, so one uh, we teased on the show the last time we were on. Actually, both of these we, we talked about last time. Um, but our bolt action line, uh, as well as the new Faxon Outdoors line. So what you see a picture of right there are uh, basically the first release uh, for Faxon Outdoors. So uh, this is under the same Faxon family of brands umbrella. You could actually go to FaxonFirearms.com, click on Faxon Gear, and you'll see a tab for the Outdoors line. Uh, we're launching with three bags. Uh, so you'll see two 30-liter backpacks there, as well as a 50-liter duffel. And uh, two of those, the duffel and the 30 liter that's on the left there, are both uh, completely waterproof, IPX7 rated, uh, best in class uh, zippers, uh, lifetime guaranteed, just like our firearms products. Um, lots of different storage options and things of that variety. All right. Yeah, when I was in there, when I was in there just a, a little while back, um, they got, like I said, I got a chance to see this and, and handling this, uh, just very durable. Uh, materials and the system that you guys came up with, I love as well with the system of the the slots and straps and the clips and things like that to where you can clip things to it, you know, if you're in a hurry, but then those slots you can take and you can weave like it just in one of the photos there, you could put a, a little belt system or belt clip that system and you can just strap just about anything to it. But the cool thing about it is that the materials that they picked and the way that it was sewn and the way these, these materials are bonded together is extremely durable so you can you know a lot of times i don't like to clip things on the outside of my pack uh because you can rip them off you know because the, they'll just sew it in one little place and it, it, it can start to tear somewhere or something like that these were there's they're sewn all the way around they just really uh spend a lot of time in putting these things together just very well built yeah, I just saw that last picture. Was that guy climbing up to a portalette up at the top there? <laughs> Why did they put that up there? I'm not sure that must no, that, be. That was Robert, man. That's Robert in the tree right oh, there, nice. too. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the old deer blind. Yeah, the deer blind, yeah, yes. I have a question. What's the difference between water-resistant and waterproof? Great question. Robert, do you want to go over some of the yeah. details? Yeah, so the water-resistant, if you look, it's a 900D R-PET with a PU coating. So when the zippers are YKK Aqua Seal, so it will repel rain, splashes, things like that. The waterproof is our TPU-coated 420D material. This is completely waterproof. You could submerge this for 72 hours straight, which we've done, and no water will get in. It will never give up. The PU coating on this water resistant bag here, it is going to get wet after you couldn't submerge this bag. If it gets, like I said, in a rainstorm, you're okay. If you get water on it, it's okay, but you cannot submerge this water or this pack. You know, so I can see a, uh, a future for Scott at the Guardian Run. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, yes. I'm sure you yeah. guys all know about Scott's sponsorship <laughs> with the Guardian Run. I, I, I think some of the guys that are in the water would love to have that. Hey, you know what? We're, we've got more to talk about, and I don't want to miss out because there's another new product. We teased it a little bit ago. It was in one of the photos, but that is... Uh, greatly anticipated, and that's right here. Dustin, am I right? That is correct. So 
we announced it at SHOT Show. We've teased it on your show this year, um, had samples at NRA and all the buy group shows this year. Uh, but we are launching uh, kind of the first round of our bolt action line here at Faxon, the FX7, uh, and it goes live a week from tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, these are going to be 308 bolt face actions. Um, it's a Remington 700 style pattern, mm -hmm. uh, but it's made completely in-house uh, just like we do our barrels. So this is going to be a 416 body, a 4340 bolt, has an integral uh, uh, recoil lug, uh, integral 20 MOA pick rail, and it's a six lug uh, system, uh, so two rows of three, a 70 degree throw. And uh, we have a little tip of the hat to our uh, heritage of in barrel making on that bolt, showing our patented flame fluting. Uh, but we'll have the two rifles to start, two precision rifles, one that you see right there, uh, 6.5 Creedmoor, as well as 308. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have our prefit barrels. Um, we have some rimage barrels coming later, as well as barreled actions that will be part of this release, which includes not only uh, 308 and uh, 6.5, but also 8.6 Blackout. The gentleman who uh, killed that Swiffer mop that's on the ground uh, over there is uh, <laughs> Josh Wainer uh, from Gun Digest. Uh, so I think he might be our first confirmed yes, kill uh, with with a production version of one of these. Right. Uh, so he has our barreled action in his uh, KRG chassis system over there. And he was on a media hunt uh, with Ted Nugent just a few weeks ago. And so those are some pictures that he snapped with me and uh, or snapped for me and, and sent over. So I uh, was very excited to see that. So very excited about these. Everybody who's gotten them so far kind of in the, the media and journalism world has, has loved it. Well, we're going to have to we wrap got... this up and leave it here. We'll have you back on again. Scott, I'm going to give you a last word, and then I'm going to ask Dustin to tell our podcast listeners how they can find out more on the internet. But go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, when I got a chance to stop in there and see uh, the the stuff that they were working on, it got a chance to handle this. And one, I love the I love the uh, the the lug pattern that you guys picked, uh, what you guys settled on. It looked great. I actually got to, you know, they asked they they were asking me questions, and I was like, well, I really like this and this that, and we and had a little bit of discussion with them. That was that was really fun. Uh, but then also the barrel shroud on the back, you know, keeping gases from coming out through that firing pin. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, been I've been I've had gases get into your eye before things like that so a lot of really really good details and then some of the smaller details that I didn't even know with the flame fluting on the on the bolt uh, that you guys added in there but then there's there's lightning a uh, little bit of lightning in, in, in that bolt and stuff as well but just so many features that they've added in that make that a really good product but then their barrels on top of that uh, you know Faxon makes amazing barrels uh, so that is going to be a, an amazing gun so Dustin uh, tell our listeners how they can find out about you because you've got a couple ways now on the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. So go ahead uh, to factsandfirearms.com and you can link everything to there. So mm -hmm. you'll see a bolt action banner uh, going on there. We'll be tagging Faxon Outdoors and a bunch of posts. So we just got the social media set up for all that. Uh, that website will be live next week, but you can still go see the product and sign up for an in-stock notifi uh, notification. If you go to faxfirearms.com, click on gear and then Faxon Outdoors and uh, all three bags, product images, all the specs about the waterproofing and so on. All of that is right there. Hey, well, thanks, guys. A short notice being on our show. We appreciate it. All the best. Uh, last words from you, Robert. Uh, make sure to check the bags out and the bolt action. And thank you for having us on.
Hey, thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. Hey, uh, for you viewers that are watching live, we apologize for not getting in your comments here. Like I said, I was gobsmacked the whole show. I didn't know what the heck was going on here. A lot of great things we're talking about, you know, uh, arming yourself. One law-abiding citizen, warming America, I think that's good. I like the idea that we're training young shooters mm -hmm. and that someday they can aspire to be like uh, like Ursula here, who's representing yeah. the United States. Now, it's not so, yeah, exactly. It's not so easy, and she's got to do it on her own dime, and I, I think I still have that up here. Go to gunstuff.tv slash Ursula and kick in a couple of bucks to help her so that she doesn't uh, have to skip her meals when she's over there. We want her being healthy, and uh, we appreciate uh, Ursula. When, when is it happening? When is um, it? I actually fly out uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving, and the competition actually starts that following Sunday. So six days of shooting, and uh, it's actually a, it's a good time. Six days, man. That's going to be a, that's a quite a bit. Actually, it's, a, it's like... Is five and one, so you have one day off, but you got thirty stages, and it is, it's yeah, this is exactly what I expect to be of a of a world championship. Well, we'll be praying for you, and more importantly, we're going to be funding you. Each of you folks, kick in some money, or else wise, uh, we're going to be ashamed of you. So put that in there. And until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff. <laughs>